Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Simple. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. You can find our podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. And today is episode 68, and it's entitled Why Does Being Single Feel Like Groundhog Day? Now, if you guys know the movie I'm referring to, I'm, I'm guessing by now most of you have seen it. I think it was the mid-80s or so that Groundhog Day came out. And in the movie, there's a character, Bill Murray, and he wakes up every morning to find it's the same day, Groundhog Day. Now, at first, he's, you know, kind of freaked out and mildly annoyed. And then after a while, he comes to the point of acceptance. But there does come a point in the story that he's trying to woo. I don't even know if we use that word anymore, but he's trying to he's trying to entice this this girl in the movie to be able to connect with him. And he's not having very much success. And he tries and he tries and he tries and he tries. And after a while, he even almost starts trying to manufacture the success, trying to copy the exact same thing he did every single point up until that point. And by the end of the night, because for everybody else, it's a different day. It's as if it, the day had never happened. And there comes a point when he actually gets super, super frustrated. And he, he steals this little tiny groundhog and he figures if, if he can take out the groundhog and himself, then that would be better. So he drives off this cliff in this truck only to find himself waking up again in the exact same bed he was in before. And because he's so frustrated about, you know, he can't really make progress with the girl and, and, and he's not really enjoying any other parts of the parts of his life either because he's made everything about trying to get this girl. And there's all kinds of different ways that he basically tries to take himself out of the world. He tries, he tries to end his life and it doesn't work. Now, granted, obviously in the real world, I'd, don't recommend any of those because that's a movie. And But it is really interesting when we look at that and see what was the thing that took him literally over the edge. It was not being able to progress with this girl that he really wanted to connect with. I think it's a little bit similar like that for us, guys. We're so frustrated because we're not able to find or connect or meet the person of our dreams. And we've placed all our hope and we've placed all our eggs in that basket. And I think part of that is just like, just the different cultures and stuff we were raised in. I mean, in the culture of my faith, like people really do. They get married at like 21 years old. I think now it's getting to be a little bit later. However, even in the world, like there, there is something tied. There are so many associations and feelings tied with getting married. You know, it's interesting as I'm even sitting here and thinking about it, even the title of my podcast, Happy and Single, is somewhat controversial. I, I actually have shirts and these 
these shirts aren't for sale yet. I don't know. By the time you listen to this, they might be. But I have shirts that say happy and single. And it's really interesting to see the looks that I get. You know, some people believe it's like, oh, well, you know, why, why in the world would you call it happy and single? Almost as if that couldn't, like, like, that's not a good thing. It's like, no, we are meant to be married in this world. And especially when it comes to a matter of faith, everybody's like, no, we have to be married. Guys, I'm here to tell you once again that you don't have to be married to be happy. I have nothing against marriage. I actually think, like, in a great marriage, I think marriage is awesome. I'm guessing. I mean, that's the thing I want more than anything in the world. But I think a lot of people just kind of get that idea. It's like, why in the world would you focus on being happy as a single person? Why in the world would I not? Like, seriously, why in the world would you not want to be happy? Regardless of what your station but somehow people think it's like, oh no, if you're single, you shouldn't be happy. We have to understand that everybody comes at it with their own viewpoint. I mean, my, my dad even saw my shirt the other day and he's like, you know, you should put on their happy and single for now. And I think the reason I find that funny is, you know, he's got, he's got great intentions. But he gets it. You know, he, he looks at that shirt and he's like, Joseph, like, we're, we're not meant to be single for this life. Well, yeah, we kind of are. We are meant to be single until we get married because that's the way it works. If we were meant to be married the second we came into this life, then we would be married. So maybe it's actually okay. I mean, I think the only person that really... I mean, even Adam and Eve probably had a little bit of time before they, before they got married. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. But it's okay, guys. Like You are meant to be single until you're meant to be married. And, and I think the more that we start making that okay in the world, like, I, I never really realized that this is actually more of a revolution than I thought it was. I, I never realized how big the stigma was in the world that single people can't be happy. And, and I'm just sitting here laughing just because, like, I do. I get, I get some funny looks sometimes when I wear the shirt. And other people are like, oh, that's awesome. What if it was okay that you were meant to be single at this point in your life? It's like for so many of us, similar to Bill Murray's character, he's like, no, I, I want this, I want this, I want this, and I want this so bad. And it shows in the movie how many different times that he fails. Guys, every single one of you has so many opportunities ahead of you. It really is okay to be happy as a single person. Some people think, no, what if I lose my drive? Or I'm just going to be so happy being single that I'm never going to get married. I don't 
think that's going to be the case. We think all kinds of things that aren't true. But many of them are actually kind of harmful for us. You know, it's interesting because, you know, in the movie Groundhog Day, it's not until Bill Murray's character, which is ironically named Phil, similar to Phil the Groundhog, it's not until Phil decides. Like, I think he's actually talking to somebody and he's like, well, actually, he, he explores a little, but he plays around. He's like, well, what would you do if you had all of eternity? You know, he's like, one of them's like, well, there's no rules, right? And so they go hop in this car and go, you know, run over all these mailboxes. And, you know, they talk about no consequences and stuff like that. So he does. He knocks over all these mailboxes. He runs the car into something. And he goes to sleep in a jail and he wakes up back in a different, in the same bed that he wakes up in every day. You know, and so he plays around a little bit with that. And then towards the end, do you know where he starts to become happy? When he starts both working on himself and he also starts serving others. You know, every single day he goes through this particular routine. Actually, there's some funny things that even happened before then. You know, he, he actually, he, he robs a little bank. Not because he wants the money. I mean, he's stuck in some town and can't get out <laughs> the entire day. Because all the roads are blocked off. So it's not like he can hop in a plane real quick and go to some better place. It's simply, this is where he's stuck. And and for many of us, like we do, we feel stuck as singles. But the only thing keeping you stuck in, in being unhappy, I'm not saying being stuck as a single, I'm talking about being stuck as an unhappy single. The only thing keeping you stuck is the thinking that you have that you can't be happy unless you're married. There's a total difference between wanting something and desiring something And feeling like until you have it, you can't be happy. And for so many years of my life, that was me. I was the frustrated guy that would go out on dates and just, I mean, you try and you try and you try. And it just never really clicked. But also because I had so, I felt so much pressure to get married but some of these dates weren't even fun. I remember one time this this girl told me something about uh, some, something that she didn't want to do in her life that I wanted to do. And actually, I'll, I'll just tell you, like she she didn't want to you know serve a mission. Now I didn't understand that she wanted to serve a mission later, like but she didn't want to serve a mission when she was younger. And I was like, oh, that's a deal breaker. Well, you know the irony in all of that for me? Number one, it's not something that is that important to me anymore. But the irony, and this is the reason I'm sharing this story, is if she had gone on a mission, like in our church, a mission for a girl is 18 months or for a guy, it's two years. So if she had gone on a mission, it wasn't like I was going to sit around and wait for her. 
So this thought, just like looking back, it made absolutely no sense why I had it. I think all of us are trying to figure stuff out. And sometimes we look back at our lives and we realize, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? Hey, anytime you look back and realize, what was I thinking? It just means you've grown. That's all, guys. That's all it means. It, it just means that you've grown as a person. You've grown as an individual. And it's okay. Like, we got to stop beating ourselves up for things in the past that we didn't know we were doing. But coming back to this movie, so he did. He tried some fun stuff, some little bit reckless stuff, because there, no, there was no tomorrow. There were no consequences. He could do whatever he wanted. And then he starts, like I said, focusing on himself and focusing on others. He starts, you know, he, he starts learning to play the piano. And every day he learns to play the piano. He, he starts learning some languages and, and, and there's a few other things that he learns. And other than that, he also spends time helping and serving the people around him. It's amazing. When we stop taking the focus so much on where, where we think our unhappiness lies, how happy we can truly be. I mean, I tell people, like, up until about four years ago, I was super frustrated as a, as a single person. I guess it's closer to four and a half now, but I was. I, w I was frustrated. Things weren't working. But it was just because I thought I had to be married to be happy. And since then, not that much has changed in my life except the fact that I am very happy as a single person. I truly am, guys. Like, I really enjoy my life. I, I, I've spent, you know, much more time in that period with my nieces and nephews who live like halfway across the country. I've developed certain hab like certain talents. I've I've focused more on writing a book that I'm writing. Like there is so much that you can do. So much that you can do. So it only feels like groundhog day because we're making the same choices, guys. It only feels like Groundhog Day because we're saying, oh no, I have to have these things in order to be happy. And I'm here to tell you, you don't. Like you honestly, truthfully don't have to have the things in your life you think you want in order to be happy. I mean, what if your life... I just want you to imagine, and I know this isn't going to happen, but... I just want you to imagine for kicks and giggles that nobody's married in the entire world. Nobody's married, nobody's dating, everybody is entirely just single. Well, number one, there would, there would be no stigma for having to be married to be happy. Number two, what would you do? I mean, if dating was literally taken off the table and you didn't have to worry about spending all your time focusing on engaging with the opposite sex, what would you do? 
What would you do with this gift of your life if you stopped focusing on everything you didn't have? I mean, I'm kind of thinking, you know, playing along here too. It's like, well, I would focus a lot of time on the guitar. I would, I would focus probably even more time on writing my book. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd focus time on a podcast. I'd focus time on helping people. I mean, the greatest part about my job as a, having my own private coaching practice is that of being able to serve and help people. All I do all day. Well, I mean, I, I, other than the things I've already mentioned is I serve people. I sit down and I coach people and I help them get where they want to be. I mean, how amazing is that? But I think so often we don't want to admit where we are. It, you know, it's very similar. I, I use this analogy in a talk that I gave recently. But even when I came to the single scene, especially when I came to the older single scene in my church, I acted like I didn't belong because I didn't want to belong. It was like, no, 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 no. You guys are all a little bit older in the church and not married, but not me. I'm just visiting kind of like in the Monopoly game where they have the part of jail and then just visiting is, is on the edge of that. Now I'm not comparing singlehood to jail just to clarify, but if we act like it is, it will become. Why isn't your life changing? Because to be honest, many of us aren't doing anything different. I didn't for years, guys. I really didn't. I mean, there are things that strike me now that have made so much more sense to me. But before, I just did the best I knew given my thinking at the time. It's like one single insight can change our lives. You're not generally going to go from miserably single to, miser- to happily married. You possibly might go from miserably single to miserably married. But you're not going to go from miserably sing- single to, miserably, or to happily married. I think there's almost this evolution that happens. We go from miserably, m- miserably single to accepting single to loving single. To then, you know, because once you're a happy single person, as long as you marry another happy married person or another happy single person, sorry, then once you get married, you're going to have a lot of happiness in that relationship. Are there going to be challenges? Absolutely. And that's the other thing about being single, like we face certain challenges right now as we are. But the second that that's okay, the second that we stop focusing all of our time and attention on just getting out of being single, the happier we're going to be. It really doesn't work that way, guys. Like, you really don't. I've, I mean, we, you've probably seen somebody that's been miserable as a single person and then they got married and they're still miserable as a, as a married person. You've probably experienced that. Or, hey, you might, you might even have done that in your own life. Like, man, I hate being single. And I know this is a horrible decision to go marry this person, but it sure beats being single. And then you got married to that person. It was actually worse than being happily single. <laughs> Isn't it funny all the stories that we make up? 
We make all we make up all these stories about being single is awful and horrible. Guys, you have more time to do what you want right now than you could ever imagine. I mean, I've spent plenty of time with my sister and brother-in-law and their seven children. They have a very busy life. Their kids are in school. Their kids are in activities. Their kids are in all kinds of stuff. Right now is your time for you. And I'm not saying once you get married, like you can't have any time for you. I, I think that's actually something that's really important. But the reason that it feels like Groundhog Day is because you're being like Phil. You're focusing so much on what you can't have instead of the entire world of possibility that you can have. I mean, I really want you to think about that. Like, if there was an island of people and or just the entire world, everybody was single. Nobody could ever get married or even date. How would you spend your life? Some of you are saying, oh, that would be so awful to be alone. Uh, yeah, probably. Like, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm not saying anything against marriage. I'm just saying in, in this time of your life, that's what you're dealing with. I mean, do you want to learn a new talent? Do you want to learn a new hobby? I one time was talking to a friend and he said, Joseph, go forward in the direction of your goals. And as you're on that path, look to your left and your right to see who's there. That's usually when we find our person. When you're actively engaged, in your life. There's a scripture in a book called the Doctrine and Covenants. And in a place called, D, called uh, section 58, verse 27, it says, Verily I say, men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things of their own free will and bring to pass much righteousness. Guys, that's it. Actually, there's another one I just noticed after that, and it says, For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves. And inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. I don't know why you're single. Other than it's right now, in this moment, it's where you're meant to be. Oftentimes, there are certain lessons and things that we learn and that we need to learn before we enter that stage of marriage. Now, some of you are thinking, okay, well, now I got to list every single thing I've got to fix about myself in order to find my perfect person. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is go out and create the life and the world that you desire and want. I remember in another conversation, and this truthfully happened, I was cold calling a bunch of different business professionals, and this one happened to be in California. And I called him up and we talked. And he said something really interesting to me. He said, Joseph, maybe you're single at this stage in your life because you couldn't complete your mission otherwise. Now, guys, honestly, I want to tell you that that was the worst advice I have ever gotten, but it actually wasn't. Because what am I doing right now? 
I'm talking to a bunch of single people. <laughs> and, and, and yes, there will be a time that I can still share stuff about singles to single people. But I've gotten so much more depth, so much more understanding, you know, interacting with people. You know, and it's and it's interesting because the more that I allow myself to connect with people, the more I care about them. When I stopped when I stopped acting like I was better than every single person out there, and I know that sounds really bad, guys, but I'm just being honest. Meaning kind of like, oh, I'm just visiting single land. I'm not actually here. This isn't my place. This is your place. I'm just traveling through. And you keep walking in circles because you know you are there and you're just afraid to build roots. Because guys, you just don't want to admit it. You don't want to admit that, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm single. Because deep down, I don't think it's what any of us really want. Like, yeah, when you're... Actually, I mean, to be honest, I've, I've never really wanted to be single my entire life. Especially when I get back from my mission at 21 years old. Honestly, if I could have had Heavenly Father prop the perfect girl right in front of me. Notice I said the perfect girl. I, I wasn't just going to marry anybody. I still wanted to marry the girl that I connected with and the girl of my dreams. But if he could have plopped her right in front of me, right when I got off the plane, I, I would have said yes. <laughs> I, I probably seriously would have, guys. I didn't want to be single. Like, that was never the thing that I wanted. If you guys ever get the idea on this podcast that I want to be single for the rest of my life, you're getting the wrong message. The real message is, I do want to be married to the girl of my dreams. But until that day comes, I mean, it's like, you know, funny enough, I mentioned what my dad had said earlier about one of my happy and single shirts of adding the, the words for now. It, it would not work very well as a t-shirt or as a, as a, uh, you know, name for a podcast. But it would really share how I feel. I'm happy and single for now. But I don't know how long now is going to be. And so I might as well build roots here. I might as well say, okay, cool. Well, if I am going to be single, what am I going to do? How am I going to spend my time? And you know, gradually... I have. I've, I've actually started acting like, okay, cool. I'm single. How am I going to spend my time? Well, I've been working on that book for 11 years and I finished the first draft. I really want to spend time on that each day. And so it finally made sense to block out in my calendar the first hour of each morning from eight to nine of writing for 45 minutes. Then it's like, okay, how else do I want to spend my day? Well, I really enjoy doing group calls and I also enjoy listening to trainings and other coaching programs to help me become a better coach. Okay, well, let's do that. 
And so the rest of my morning, I generally focus on those things. Well, I really want to, I, I really want to play the guitar and actually want to write an album. Well, okay. What if, what if we took lunch and then after lunch we spent, you know, an hour or so playing guitar and writing an album? Well, what about after that? Well, after that, I probably should spend at least a little bit of time, you know, building, building my business and focusing on, you know, cre- you know, increasing my private coaching practice. Okay, so let's do that. Well, funny enough, like oftentimes we tell ourselves we can't do something. Even though I've worked for myself for years, for whatever reason, I told myself that I, I just, there were way more important things than writing my book. But then my, my, one of my mentors, Richard Paul Evans, he helped me understand, like, Books create revolutions. I mean, countless books have done countless things. I mean, the Book of Mormon, you know, it, it helped in, initiate the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I mean, countless other books have done all kinds of things. So when I was thinking, oh, my book's not that important, I was wrong. And you know what's amazing? Since I started really, really spending time focusing on my book, I love it. I love the aspect of writing it. I love the process of creation that I get to be a part of. Especially as a single person. I mean, you know, and maybe you have kids, so it might be slightly different. I don't, I don't have any children. But you get to decide what it, what it is that you want to do in your life. You get to decide. You don't have a spouse or anything else telling you what you, can't, what you can or can't do. And I don't know if that's really a thing, but I hear from some married people that that is a thing. So I, I can't really speak to that until I actually get married eventually. You can set up your day any way you want. And just because somebody's day works the way they, it does for them doesn't mean it works for you. Everything comes with, every season of life comes with different opportunities and different challenges. What if you could just accept the fact, okay, cool, I'm single. All right, let's, let's go work on all the really cool stuff that I want to work on. Because what happens often is we get distracted by our thinking of, oh, but I'd love to be married. I would love to be married and, it, and I would be having such a good time and I'd be doing this and I'd be doing this other stuff and we'd be walking on the beach and... Guys, I've seen enough married people to know that that is not often the case. We think about all the best parts of married life that we would love to experience. We don't think about all the hard and challenging parts of married life that, we'd, that we wouldn't love to experience, but they both come together. My whole point in this podcast is helping you learn to be happy where you stand and accepting it. Acceptance brings power. It's like the part at the end of the Harry Potter movie where he basically tells this, you know, the little snitch in his hand that he's going to die. And he had, he had, it had basically been given to him and told when it was the end that it would open. And he says, hey, I'm going to die. And it opens. 
well, there's a power in accepting. Like we try so hard to fight off these thoughts of, oh, well, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be single. I shouldn't be in this place. There is a power in acceptance. I repeat after me. I am single. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But, but honestly, there's, there is a power in that acceptance. There's a power in understanding and knowing and just saying, hey, this is where I'm at. Because it's not until we really accept where we're at that we can really decide where we want to go. It's like if I'm actually in Arizona and I pretend that I'm in Florida, the maps really aren't going to do me very good. But the thing to remember is you always have your guidance. You always have that the spirit, that inner voice, that still small voice inside each of you to guide you. So today, I just want, I want you guys to once again, sit down and I want you to think about what is the life that I would create if I knew I was going to be single for the next year? So go ahead and do that and remember, the sooner that you accept where you're at and, and follow the inner voice and the spirit and the direction that you're given, hopefully the sooner your Groundhog Day ends. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one -on -one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.